We're going to preview the Twins' four-game series at Fenway against the Red Sox on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Thursday, April 14th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. I'm Nash Walker. I've been running at Twins Daily for over two years, been hosting this podcast for over two years. This is my fourth season writing at Twins Daily, my second season, or actually, no, third season. Uh, as host of the pod, which is very exciting. And the Twins are 2-4. and We're looking forward. We've learned a little bit, I feel like, from the first six games. We didn't learn a lot from the first six games. There's so much baseball to play. We have 156 left. But this weekend just feels important for the Twins. Four games at Fenway. It's the Red Sox home opening series. I want to look at the rest of this month. I want to preview this series for you because it does feel important for the Twins. If they go into Fenway and they get swept four games and they're two and eight coming out of Fenway, going to Kansas City, that feels as buried as you could be after 10 games, considering how 2021 finished. If we were expecting the team to be very good this summer, and you might be, and that's fine, but I think the median projection for them is right around 81, 83, 85 wins, maybe 86 on the upper end. I think I projected them to win 86. I'm more optimistic than most. Then if they start 2-8, and eight, that's that changes, right? That changes. Maybe not. Maybe it doesn't change it for you. But to me, that's super discouraging. Even if they lose three out of four, if they go in this weekend and, you know, they're three and eight coming out of it, uh, that or I'm sorry, three and seven coming out of it doesn't instill confidence either. And the schedule doesn't get that much easier at the end of April. They do get to go to Kansas City, but the Royals always play them tough at Kauffman. So this is an important series. We're going to look at the pitching matchups. We're going to compare lineups, talk about the Red Sox a little bit on this show. I do want to show you, I promised I would show you, I every year I make a projection of the Twins record, and I always put it at the upper end of what it would take for them to make the playoffs. Last year is probably what it would take for them to win the division. I think I projected it for like 93 or 92, 93 wins. What needed to happen for them to win 92 games? I felt like so long ago, I can't even remember uh, what I projected there. If you're watching on YouTube, Here's what I have April looking like. If you're not watching on YouTube, I have them going 11 and 11 in April. And for the full season, I go month by month, every series, predicting what happens in each series. I have them finishing with 90 wins, which I think should be good enough to make the playoff field in the American League. That's probably not going to be good enough to win the division, but the expectation should be that they are going to win enough games to make the playoffs. That That's your upper end expectation here. I have the Twins going 11 and 11 in April. So I had them winning three out of four against Seattle. They split. I had them splitting with the Dodgers. They lost both. So right now they're minus two. So I keep track of the plus minus. I have Boston beating them three out of four. And if they split, then they're only one back overall for the month of my projection. Because when I say I have them winning 90 games, that means just stay in line with what I have each series and each month. Don't last year, you would have seen them minus two, minus three, minus four, minus three. And all of a sudden they're buried. And it's kind of just a different way to look at it. So I have Boston beating them three out of four. Then I have, I have the Twins going to Kansas City and winning two out of three. So I have them going three and three on the road trip. 
And then I have the White Sox beating them two out of three at Target Field. That was before Lance Lynn was injured and Lucas Giolito. I don't know if he'll be back by then. Then I have the Twins beating Detroit two out of three. So that's 3-3 at home, three out of six. And then going to Tampa and losing two out of three to Tampa. There's ground to be made up here. If they win one more game in Boston and they split, it's a 2-2 split. They're minus one. You know, they win that Royal Series. They win the White Sox series. They're even up. And I have them going, you know, three and three in the last six games of the month. And that Tampa series rolls over into May. But you can see they have a chance to make these games up. This is not like I projected them to sweep every series. And again, this is for them to win 90 games, which I think should be enough to make the playoffs. But I think you you have to go into Fenway with the mindset of, of a splitter better. And this is their home opening series. If you get out of there with a split, that's a B That's a B outcome. If you win three out of four, that's an A outcome. And, of course, if you sweep, that's an A-plus outcome. I, I don't want to see the Twins come out of this losing three out of four and certainly not swept. Last year at this time, they played the Red Sox at home. They lost three out of four, I believe. Uh, two games, a doubleheader a year ago today, a doubleheader. They lost both. And then Max Kepler walked it off tomorrow a year ago to salvage the series but that just can't happen this weekend I don't think for the twins they need some positive momentum especially with the injuries to Kirilov and to Alcala they need positive momentum moving forward so one more look at this I have Boston beating them three out of four but if they find a way to split they are only one back despite you know the first two series not exactly going the way that I projected it here and these are just my projections these are just my you know, what needs to happen this year. And every month we'll look at it and we'll look at my May, we'll look at my June and July. What do the Twins need to do? And I'll tell you, I think I have them winning five months in a row, but it's not by a large margin. I don't have any crazy streaks in there where they win 10 in a row or lose 10 in a row. I have them winning multiple series in a row. That's kind of the wildest I get, but certainly not losing multiple series in a row at times because 90 team, 90 win teams don't really do that. They might a couple times and that'll happen to the Twins this year, even if they do. You'll get to that upper end of their projection, but we're going to look at it every month. And I hope it's a, something we enjoy this year. We're going to look at that uh, and and lay out what the Twins need to do to get to that upper end projection, which should ultimately get them to the playoffs this year. After this word from Bet Online, let's preview this series. I can't wait. Red Sox Twins at Fenway home opener for the Red Sox is tomorrow. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline is where the game starts. Again, BetOnline is the best, really. It's a great platform, mobile, desktop, Awesome. Go to betonline.net. They have you covered. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Now podcast. Recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts, taking fans through the season like no other network, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Let's preview this series. Look at the lineups first. And the Red Sox lineup is feast or famine. It's the middle of the order. Fantastic. Keith Hernandez leads him off, was awesome in the postseason last year. This is with weighted runs created plus against right-handed pitching since 2021. Keith Hernandez below average at 95, 100 is average. Every point above or below, think of it as a percentage. Rafael Devers is just amazing. Anything over 150 is incredible. Devers 151 against righty since last year. Andy Bogarts, I have hitting third, 133. J.D. Martinez, 136. So the middle of this order is fantastic. Alex Verdugo, 138. Then it drops off. Trevor Story, only 85. We talked about him as a Twins target. He's been dealing with an illness, but expect him to be back 
in this series. Uh, tough start for Trevor Story in his first year in Boston. Travis Shaw, 79. Christian Vasquez, 91. Jackie Bradley Jr., 32. That's the projected lineup for the Red Sox against Joe Ryan. And, and seven out of the eight probable starters in this series are right-handed. It's a four-game set. One lefty, it's Rich Hill for Boston on Monday. So the Twins will not see a lefty until Monday, which is why I projected their lineup to go this way against a right-handed pitcher. Byron Buxton, 171. He's the best hitter in this series, according to Way to Runs Created Plus. Carlos Correa in the two-hole at 131. Luis Arise, 112. Jorge Polanco, 127. Top four for the Twins, really solid. Of course, with Buxton and Correa, have more of that star power, but the Red Sox with Devers and Bogarts and J.D. Martinez, we know how tough they can be. Gio Urshela, 87. Max Kepler, 112 since last year against righties. Gary Sanchez, 89. Trevor Larnick, I have hitting eighth. I think he's going to play quite a bit this weekend. I think he'll start at least two of these games in this series. And then Miguel Sano, I have hitting ninth. He's at a 109 weighted runs created plus against righties since last year. As hard as that is to believe, but it's true. Takeaways from this roster Lineup projection is, of course, it's it's key for the Twins to get that heart of the order out. But two things. Limit the damage. There's going to be damage. There will be damage. Home opening series, Rafael Devers, Xander Bogarts. Like, there's going to be damage. They're going to hit some homers this weekend. Limit that damage. Solo homers, long innings. Try to avoid those long innings. And then maybe even more importantly, don't let the bottom of this lineup beat you. I think at times in that Mariners series, the Twins let J.P. Crawford get on. They let... Cal Raleigh get on. They let, you know, Jerry Cal, they let the bottom of their order dictate innings and then it rolled to the top and they were getting beat, you know, by Adam Frazier and Tyler Duffy gets beat by Julio Rodriguez. It's why they lost game two of this series. So beat the bottom of that lineup. You got to get Jackie Bradley Jr. out. You got to get Christian Vasquez out. Those are your, your easy outs per se. That's important. Roll to the top with nobody on base as much as you can. Joe Ryan's going to go Friday. Sonny Gray's going to go Saturday. Bailey Ober Sunday. Dylan Bundy on Monday for the Red Sox. Nick Pavetta. Uh, game two is Tanner Houck. Game three is Michael Waka. And game four is Rich Hill. Winnable games for the Twins, pitching matchup wise. Winnable games. Tanner Houck's nasty sinker slider. Twins have some left handed hitters with Jorge Polanco, Max Kepler, you know, Trevor Larnick, who could potentially get to him. Still young. Mizzou made Tanner Houck. I think he's the toughest pitcher they'll see this weekend. Nick Pavetta's off to a rough start. And frankly, I think outpitched what he normally does last year, especially in the first half of the Red Sox. So I'm not scared of Nick Pavetta tomorrow. I believe Miguel Sano hit a ball 500 feet off him last year as the longest home run in Major League Baseball. I'm not scared of Nick Pavetta. I'm not scared of Michael Waka. The Twins beat him up badly in spring training. I'm not scared of Rich Hill. I think Tanner Houck's the one guy who could who could beat the Twins, but even him, he's young. You know, he's still finding his way. It's Fenway Park. Give up some homers. I think. This is a winnable series for the Twins when you look at the matchups. And I think because they have Sonny Gray, it changes the outlook of this rotation. If they didn't have Sonny Gray and everybody's pushed up and you have like Chris Archer on Monday, it would look a lot different. But because you have Gray as a clear number two, it's going to give you a chance to win every fifth day. I feel I feel much better about the rotation going into this weekend. And Vegas will tell you, Twins open is minus 125 favorites in the opener. That's That's the Red Sox home opener. Joe Ryan against Nick Pavetta, Twins open as you know healthy favorite. Now I think it's closer to even. I think people are jumping on the Red Sox, maybe rightly so. But it just shows you that this is not a lopsided series. I think the Red Sox after last year could have a letdown first half. They were so good in the first half last year. 
Twins helped them to that great first half, but they were awesome. Second half, pitching kind of dies down, still found a way into the playoffs, and they are one win away from the World Series, uh, making noise in October. You get in, you make noise. I think they could have a letdown in this first half, and I think the Twins need to show up and win game one of this series, set the tone. Offense, I think there's going to be fireworks in this series. Ten and a half runs is the over-under tomorrow, opened at 11. You're going to see home runs. You're going to see power, Correa, Buxton, Martinez, Bogarts, Devers, Polanco. A lot of great hitters in this series. I think you're going to see the Twins offense potentially wake up. 60 degrees at first pitch tomorrow projected in Boston. That's the forecast. That's exciting for a Twins team that just left Minnesota wet, 35 degrees and cold. I get to go to Boston where the weather looks a whole lot better. Let's let's give a prediction for this series. I think the Twins, one of three things could happen in this series. If they play like they did in that in the last 11 innings of that Dodger series, like not great at bats, low energy, sleepy, they're going to get popped at Fenway. I don't care if the Red Sox are, are scuffling a little bit out of the gate. The Twins are going to get popped in this series if they show up and play the way they did against the Dodgers. Uh, this isn't the Dodgers. You know, I think the Red Sox are a peripheral playoff team at this point, could make it. I wouldn't be shocked at all if they didn't. The AL East is super tough. The fourth team in the AL East is is going to be a good team. So I think there's a chance they don't make it. That's the first outcome. The Twins show up. They play the way they have. They pitch poorly. They get popped. They lose three out of four. They get swept in this series, which is it's a possible outcome here. The second one is you know, the bats show up. The pitching's pretty solid. Red Sox show up for their for their home opening series, and, and the Twins and Red Sox have a have a, a good strong series from both sides, and they split. That's that's the second outcome. That's the most likely, of course, in a four game set is a split. And the third outcome is the Twins come out and punch them in the mouth right out right out of the gate. Rely on their bats. Pitching gives them a chance to win. Baldelli manages the manages the bullpen well. And the Twins win three out of four in this series. That's the third outcome here. And I don't think that that is far-fetched either. I think the Twins could go into this series and and wake up offensively, carry that over to Kansas City. And every week you get later in in April and into May, the weather's warmer at Target Field. So if you can heat up now, get your offense going now at Fenway, you'll be ready to go when you come back. And hopefully that weather's better, knock on wood, if that's what the problem's been. Rocco Baldelli asked yesterday, by Mike Max, like, are you concerned, worried at all about this slumping lineup? And he said, no, very matter-of-factly. I would describe his tone as slightly annoyed. He said, no, it's not easy. It's 30, 40 degrees, first week of the season. So he's making excuses, like openly making excuses for the offense, and it's fine if those excuses are true. But if they go into Fenway and they're not hitting in 60-degree weather against a pretty subpar pitching staff, I think at that point you look and you say, they're just not getting it done. If they're able to go into Fenway, the bats wake up, pitching gives them a chance to win. You can look at target the target field series, the Mariner series, and the Dodger series where the offense was inconsistent. You can say, okay, you know, it was 30, 40 degrees. It was the first week of the season. Now they've busted out. We've seen what we hope to see from this offense, and let's move forward with the new group we've seen, or at least a version of it. If they go in there and they don't do that, it's fair to say that they just might not have it right they like what's going on it's a problem i'm not ready to call it a problem yet this that's why this series is a big one for the offense i think the staff the way that they're lined up limit the home run ball limit those beginnings can have a really nice series here with those four righties gotta get jd gotta get pogarts gotta find a way to get devers he's the one i'm most scared about because the twins are throwing four right handers 
endeavors is left-handed just destroys right-handed pitching so he's the one i'm worried about you're keyholing on him but you're also keyholing on the bottom of that lineup get the bottom of the lineup out and that'll help you massively with the heart of it uh, this is going to be fun i'm really excited and you look at april it is a really difficult month for the twins i think it's their most difficult month august is tough but it lightens up considerably in may prior to the all-star break after the all-star break gets a little tricky but may and june you know may especially is light. I think they play 13 in a row against the Royals and Tigers. And the Tigers could be better, but if the Twins are a true playoff team, they're not going to struggle with the Tigers. You know, they should win 11 of those 19 games at least against the Tigers. They should win 12 or even 13 of those games against the Royals. You have to do that. If you are a playoff hopeful, you have to do that. I'm going to continue to talk about them in the framework of being a playoff team. What it what it takes to be a playoff team. A playoff team would go into Fenway this weekend, even a playoff hopeful would go into Fenway this weekend and bring the bats we think we know are there. Bring those bats, bring the energy, and go go mash at Fenway and pitch well. I'm excited to see what happens. Thanks for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. Drop your prediction into the comments for this weekend's series. We'll be back tomorrow. Ron Johnson's joining the show. He's got his own show on Lockdown Sports Minnesota. Join Ron and I. Uh, that's either going to post tomorrow or maybe early next week. We'll have that for you. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Go Twins. Go to Fenway. Let's go.